Hello everybody, um, what time is it? It's 11.52pm, um, Monday, March 23, 2020, um, holding the house, I ain't got shit else to do, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just figured, let's record something, I have no idea what I want to talk about, I was gonna figure that out while I was, um, while I was talking, Yup, great planning on my part, huh? Alright, uh, so let's start off with some life updates. Um, today I went outside one time to walk the dog. Um, it's pretty crazy. I was outside. Pretty wild, huh? Um, other than that, I've uh, pretty much just been quarantined in my room um, or around my house uh what have i been doing i've been playing a lot of smash um in i mean this is gonna be boring for people that don't play smash but i'm uh right now i'm just working on like the fundamental stuff spacing um making sure i get all my techs um and just general like game plan stuff uh, maintaining center stage and all that um so yeah i'm still you know relatively beginner in all of this um yeah slowly trying to learn more tech there's so much shit to do in that game and it's not even melee it's so crazy um <laughs> um anyway um as far as school goes uh, most of my school or all of my school is online at this point um it's it's honestly i think i've been doing more work recently than i than i have normally um normally i would just kind of like go to class and then like make sure I get the homework done the night before, but I'm I'm actually being like kind of proactive now. Maybe just like given the circumstances, or maybe because I'm so bored that I just do homework. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So yeah. So my classes are going fine. I'm taking a uh, critical thinking, um, philosophy 103. Right now we're doing. Um, uh, excuse me. <laughs> we're doing um, uh, truth statements um uh boiling things down to four different types of claims um and then using um uh uh what the fuck what what is it called aversion conversion and contraposition in order to um uh to derive the truth value of a statement i don't know I think the stuff that we did before with like uh, rhetorical devices and uh, logical fallacies, I think that was hella more interesting or way more interesting, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, it's not bad. It, you know, I, I, I think the reason that I don't like it as much is just because um, I, I think it's the other things were more practical. I can see like, or like I've, I've already used that the stuff that we learned before early in the semester. Um, but I don't know how much I'm going to be, like, breaking down sentences into truth statements. Maybe, I mean, I'm sure, you know, if I get into an argument, it would definitely be helpful. Or if I'm writing an argumentative essay, I'm sure it will also be helpful. Um, but yeah, so that's my philosophy class. Um, my anthropology class is a fucking mess. Uh, we didn't even have a Canvas page before the semester or during this, before the quarantine. So, like, she had to make it hella fast. And it's just, like... We're not doing shit in that class right now. Um, and then in terms of architecture, uh, I just finished a paper uh, about a book called Thinking Architecture, which I found really interesting. Um, made me think about 
architecture more theoretically um and like yeah <laughs> um yeah so yeah i guess that's all that's been going on with my school um so let's see what else have i been doing really not a lot man i'm gonna be honest with you um like there's no basketball to watch i mean there's like old games and stuff like shout out to the nba for for streaming old games but like i'm not trying to i mean like it's cool but i don't know i feel more like interested in like you know what's going on right now you know what i mean um so yeah that's pretty much all oh um what else oh today i did a um so my brother's fiance a shout out to them um uh jessica she uh did a bar class where she taught a bar class for like me and my family there's like six of us that did it um she was kind of fun not gonna lie it it like it's my type of workout where it's not like oh dude you have to lift all these weights or else or else you a bitch you know what i mean it was just very like peaceful like like you still it's shit hurt a lot still but like not as what's that um it's like not expectation that's not the word just like less pressure for sure like hella less pressure or wait i keep saying hella um there's a lot less pressure um you don't have to like impress anybody like oh look at me i fucking i put 18 plates on the bar i'm i'm a sicko <laughs> um yeah uh and so it was fun like we did a little bit of core like got some arm stuff you know what i mean got some leg stuff i realized today i mean i've always known this but i'm tight as fuck not like tight like cool like tight like i need to stretch like <laughs> I can't touch my toes like it's bad out here <laughs> um what else has been going on um right now I'm, I'm i'm trying to decide um which college i want to go to so i got into both san jose state and sacramento state um i got into sacramento state to study humanities um and i got into san jose state um to, in their liberal studies preparation for teaching major um and so what that major would do at San Jose is it would allow me to graduate with a teaching credential. Um, I would bypass a test, which sounds sick as fuck, huh? Um, uh, so, um, so yeah, that's, that's the major. The only problem with that is that the major that I would get at San Jose for the one that I applied for would only allow me to teach elementary and middle school. Um, the problem is that I want to teach high school. Um, because I feel like high school people, well, one, I don't have to like baby them. I know that like, you know, we talked about this on the Harris podcast, I think, but, um, you know, don't ever baby anybody. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, at least me personally, like I needed the most help in high school. Um, not just academically, but mentally, you know what I mean? Like there's so much shit going on when you're in high school that like, it's really hard to manage and so I kind of want to be like someone that can help people um get through those times because you know what I mean they could be tough uh and so I want to teach high school for that reason um 
And so I've, uh, I just emailed um, the head of the school today. Um, I haven't heard back from them yet um, on whether or not I would be able to change my major um, or the likelihood that I would be able to change my major. Uh, so if I do get the okay that I'll probably be able to change my major, then I'm going to go to San Jose State uh, just because it puts me on the best path to become a teacher, right? Um, and But if I don't, um, I'll probably end up going to Sacramento State, which honestly I have no problem with. I've gone to Sacramento only, I think, two times in my whole life, but uh, it seems like a very calm area. Not like, you know what I mean? Because when I go to San Jose State, I've been to San Jose State a few times also, um, it's very hectic. That little like area that it's in, there's just like a bunch of cars and shit always going on, which I mean, it's nice because there's stuff to do, but also... You know what I mean? It's like uh, Sacramento is nice. There's just like little stores here and there. I think their downtown is really nice. Um, and it's like a growing community too. It's also very, um, what's the word? There's a word when um, there's a lot of different cultures that live next to each other. It's not like, uh, say, LA, uh, where you have like Koreatown. And then, um, yeah, so like Asian people live in one place filipino people live in one place white people live in one place black, black people live in another place you know what i mean it's very uh integrated i think is the word um and so i think that's cool too um so you know i'm really not opposed to going to either school um uh just if i'm able to go to san jose for the major that i want to take um then i'll go there you know what i mean because it's the best setup for my uh for my career uh, of course um and so, yeah, it's pretty much it for uh, life updates. I guess the other thing that I can talk about is the music that I've been listening to lately. Um, so I've, out of boredom, <laughs> I've I got back on the Twitter. Um, I never really was fully off of it. I would always go back every so often, but I like have the app now and shit. You know what I mean? Um, so what have I been listening to? Let's see. Um, so I tried earlier in the year, I was like, you know what, every, t every week I'm going to try to listen to two albums. They don't have to be new, or I mean, two albums that I had never listened to that, like, I think I should have listened to, like, throughout my life, you know what I mean? So just, like, kind of, like, revisiting all the, quote, like, all the classics, I guess. So I was trying to do that. I'm behind schedule like a bitch, dude. Like, I don't know. I just, like, I have my planner. Let me get it one second. Um, so, like, part, pardon, pardon the noise. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay. All right. So, um, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I've been, um, so I was trying, this month, uh, I had, for, you know, I, I had everything laid out, um, I'm just, like, a week behind, what's today, the 23rd, I'm, like, three albums, or I'm two albums behind already, three, actually, because today's Monday, um, so, every Monday and Saturday, I was gonna listen to, like, an album that came out a while ago, or, like, just something that I feel like I should have listened to, but I never did. So, um, I listened to this week or 
Okay, so for March, it was supposed to be D'Angelo Voodoo, um, Erica Badu, Mama's Gun, um, Pharrell in My Mind, uh, Snow Algera Feels Again, and then uh, John Mayer Paradise Valley. Um, those were going to be the albums I was going to listen to from the 14th of March to the 28th of March. Um, but I've only listened to one of those so far, <laughs> and it's just D'Angelo's Voodoo. Um, the thing is, though, like I haven't given it like a intense listen. It's always just been kind of background. Um, but even then, it's really pretty. Like, it's one of those albums that like you listen to, and it's like, dang, like. I'm probably going to like this. You know what I mean? Um, it's just like, I don't know. You know, it, but in, I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't given it like enough plays to really um, have an opinion on it yet. Um, so yeah, all I know is like the entitled song. Uh, How does it feel? Makes me really think of Beyonce's rocket. Uh, so I've been listening to that song a lot too. That's my, okay, anyway, yeah, I think that's my favorite Beyonce album is the self-titled one. If I had to rank the Beyonce albums right now, let's see, let me pull it up. So it's definitely Beyonce self-titled first. Um, I think just front to back, that's just, just fantastic. <laughs> What's the word, discography? Um, it was also like, kind of like, a change in sound like from four four sounds very pop to me i feel like the beyonce self-titled is where she finally like made a real album everything i think everything else i think was like kind of front loaded with just like let's throw all the hits at the front you know what i mean i think the beyonce self-titled one was kind of the first one where she was like oh like let me i'm not like she wasn't chasing for hits anymore you know what i mean people like the hits were just gonna come um, and so I think it allowed her to, like, make a really, really good album. Also, I, like, you know, uh, what did she say on Flawless Remix? Um, she was like, you knew where you was when that digital dropped, right? Because I, <laughs> I do. I remember I was in my room, and then I, like, saw it on whatever complex or whatever. Um, and then I just like ran downstairs cause my laptop was downstairs and was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, I need to download this right now. Um, so just like, it, it was total package. Um, I think after that, I think Lemonade second, um, I think that's a really powerful album. Sandcastles, like she, she's, Oh my God. She says like, when she says I've scratched out your name and then she says, and your face what is it about you like when she says what and like her voice just like rips in half like oh my god it's like chills every time um so after that i mean i kind of think like the rest of these albums i don't know maybe hmm. I, I i don't think i really have a preference on any of the other ones other than that i would say i like four a lot four is four is really good four has party has i miss you one plus one love on top countdown um but like for sasha fierce and b-day and in her first album you know i don't really have any preference um with those ones um yeah and same for rihanna too i think anti is by far her best album i think that we are that we all kind of agree on that though as like a society <laughs> um 
because that shit front to back is just what it never oh okay okay okay. i was gonna say okay yeah makes sense um yeah that album is fantastic 2016 like we really need to talk about 2016 more that was like one of the best years for music that that i could that i can ever think of like beyonce lemonade rihanna anti we got blonde in 2016 seat at the table life of pablo coloring book 22 a million malibu came out that year freetown sound came out that year views came out that year like it's a good ass year for music dangerous woman came out starboy came out in 2016 wasn't that 2015 might have been oh yeah i guess it was Telephone came out in 2016. Skepta Konichiwa came out in 2016. Like, Jesus Christ. It's a fantastic year for music, Jesus. Oh my god. Uh, Savage Mode came out that year. Uh, what else? I'm just looking at the Pitchfork Top 50 right now. Um, okay, so yeah. What else do we have? Blank Face, I think I already said that. Um... Hmm. But yeah, like blonde seat at the table. You know what I mean? Like what are we even talking about? <laughs> telephone is fantastic. If you guys haven't listened to to No Name's Telephone, like listen to it when you wake up. It's like perfect. For like right when you wake up. But she's also like spitting on that shit. Like she's such a good rapper. What? They had Rihanna anti at nineteen? What the fuck? Under Untitled Unmastered? That's horseshit. I mean, you know it. I might be biased. I don't really like Untitled Unmastered. Wow, they had 22 million at 12? Honestly, I think that's his best album. Okay, anyway. To the top 5. Or top 10. Radiohead. The Tribe album. wasn't. I, I never really listened to that album because it was like 2 hours long. Um... Okay, coloring book six, Pablo five, David Bowie, Black Star four, Lemonade three, Blonde two, Seat at the Table one. Um, personally, I think Blonde is better than a Seat at the Table, but I'm extremely biased, so <laughs> so that I don't think that that my opinion should really be taken that seriously. Um, but yeah, 2016 is a fucking great year for music. Honestly, 2017 was kind of underrated too. Um. But I'm not gonna get into that one as much. But like Scissor Control, Damn came out that year. Um, I can't think of anything else. Oh, uh, Kevin Abstract's album came out that year. Provider came out that year. That's a song, but you know what I mean. It's a good one. <laughs> um, okay, wait. I never even answered what I've been listening to. I don't think. Okay, so Voodoo, right? That was a long ass tangent. Holy shit. Okay, so yeah, Voodoo, cool um let's see what else i've been listening to okay yeah this morning i listened to chilombo i think that's how you pronounce that that's janae aiko's new album um i think it starts off really well the first like seven songs are really good um the rest of the the like the the back 12 are good also it's just they kind of at least for me they kind of like all blend in as like one really long song which i guess there's nothing wrong with um it's just i'm not really taking anything from it 
it's but it's good like in the background you know what i mean um yeah my favorite song from that is speak i listened to that like 20 times today um let's see what else uh oh okay so there's a girl named hook and there's a girl named bk the ruler and together when they rap together they use the name hula because it's hook and ruler that's so fire but they have a song is called yes and the video for it is just them at the mall rapping it's so sick um hook says um she says green eggs ham on it crazy um let's see okay and then the other person that i've been listening to um a lot is this girl named baby sosa um also or it's written as baby x sosa like all one word um but she has i i, I only listen to two songs um one is called everywhere i go and the other one is hectic but they're both so fire i don't know what it is about that those songs but they're so good to me um yeah like her flows are crazy like shit i never heard before maybe i have but <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um all right what else have i been listening to um oh boldy james boldy james and alchemist are like i don't want to say shaq and kobe but it's like what's a really what's like what's like a good nba duo that's not like a great nba duo I don't know but yeah it's like they're like the wallace brothers i'm i'm just saying that because boldy james is from detroit but <laughs> they're like the wallace brothers <laughs> um yeah that's just great yeah there's nothing else to say about that um i still haven't listened to the justin bieber album yet um or the uzi album booms plural or the weekend album i'm really behind on shit which is kind of weird because like i should be listening to more stuff because i have hella time right now <laughs> i don't know what i've been what's been happening with my time but but yeah um i think uh um what was i gonna say oh uh the drake leaks they're all fucking great <laughs> um chicago freestyle fire desires fire when to say when amazing it's just like anything that has to do with anything that has to wait anything that has to do with anything about song cry by jay-z instantly gets a 10 out of 10 for me that shit that's my favorite that's the best jay-z song um not around that's like the one that's produced by pierre that wasn't actually leaked by ovio but that one's really good too and war i think is like honestly might be a top 10 drake song of all time <laughs> uh, all right so since we're on the topic of drake same way i did with beyonce let's pull up the drake albums because i think my opinion on this like is going to be different than other people's um and because I'm, I'm tired of doing kanye albums <laughs> I'm very tired of doing Kanye albums. Um, all right, let's see. Ugh. Okay, Drake discography. I just typed albums because 
it was less word letters but like i guess i have to do discography okay here we go here we go here we go okay so when did i first start listening to drake first time i heard drake um honestly i think i remember where i was i was uh what street is that 41st near the 7-eleven um off el camino like going towards the village um i was with my brother in the car we were in his gallant this might not have been the first time but it was the first time that i like i was like oh that's drake um because he said his name um was like um we were in uh yes we were there and then he was playing it was either money to blow or i'm still fly like the drake remix and listening back those songs fucking suck (laughs) at least in terms of like if you put them up against other drake songs and shit um but for me like that shit was so crazy at the time um so then like so far gone comes out or i guess yeah and so those were on the heartbreak drake mixtape i don't even know if this is like official but like dj rockstar and dj it will (laughs) um they were all on it um uh jesus christ there's a fucking myspace link on this i think it has to be um so yeah so i guess this came out after so far gone because there's some so far gone songs on it um so then anyway i listened to so far gone and that shit's amazing my favorite songs when it came out um november 18th uptown um uh what else? i mean honestly the whole thing <laughs> like i used to sing sooner than later in the shower all the time my ringtone used to be little or my uh, voicemail tone um is that what it's called voicemail message um it was uh lil wayne's verse on unstoppable like i would like pretend to pick up the phone like i was a business and i was like hi this is justin incorporated please hold and then i would like pretend to put the phone down and then the fucking uh like the song that was playing the waiting tone or whatever was lil wayne's verse to unstoppable (laughs) i thought that shit was so clever but the ringtone was so long that my dad had to be like or like my dad would call me when i was in school and then i would like miss the call and then I listen to the voicemail after and he's like, Justin, you have to shorten your fucking ringtone. <laughs> um, Cause you'd probably have to sit through that shit and it was like five minutes long. Okay. Anyway, back to the Drake thing. So I started listening to Drake. What's that? Jesus Christ. Like 2010. Um, and so I've, you know, I mean, I've seen his whole career unfold. You know what I mean? Day one. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me drink water first. So, um, the Drake albums that I'm going to consider for this, um, so I'm going to do, I'm not doing comeback season. It's not that good. Um, so in order, I guess from the top, I'm going to start with so far gone. I'm not going to do room for improvement either. Cause it's just like city is mine. That's really the only song that matters on that whole thing. Um, so yeah, room for improvement. Let's do so far gone. Hold on, let me let me let me get this set up better. 
Wait, let me. Can I? Fuck. <laughs> I'm stressing. Wait, what? Oh. Um. Okay. Damn, comeback season came on 07. All right. So we're gonna do so far gone. Um, thank me later. Uh, take care. Nothing was the same. Um, if you're reading this, um, views. Um, what a time. More life, and then Scorpion. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what we're gonna do here. Um, and as far as the rankings go, um, I'm gonna be doing them based on. Um, the versions of the albums that I've created because, um, like, you know what I mean? Like, like if you, like every, like Drake albums are way too fucking clunky. There's way too many fucking songs on it, on all of his albums, except for one of them. Um, and so like, you know what I mean? Like everybody knows that you just make your own Drake album with the Drake album, you know? <laughs> okay, so here we go. So I think, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 okay. Yeah, what the fuck, okay. Um. All right, so for me personally, I think like the worst thing that Drake's ever put out was the future thing, the what a time to be alive one. Um, I think it was super hype in the moment. Digital Dash is crazy. Plastic Bag is crazy. Um, Diamonds Dancing, Jumpman, all crazy. But just like, I don't know. I, I think it's it's like, I, I said a similar thing <clears throat> when I was talking about, <clears throat> the fuck? When I was talking about um, Kids See Ghosts. What is wrong with my voice? Um, when I was talking about Kids See Ghosts, there's just like a certain expectation that comes uh when people do collab albums um and like the best ones is when like the people like really 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 know each other and they kind of like feed off of each other and i feel like they don't really feed off each other too well it just sounds like drake did a verse future did a verse drake did a verse future did a verse like i don't know i wasn't there when they made it obviously so i don't know that but it just doesn't have that like cohesion or that like you know what i mean they seem like they're on two different teams rapping about the same thing rather than like being on the same team, I guess. But I mean, life is good is really good. And like they would have better collabs that would come out later on. Um, but still like Jumpman is good, Digital Dash. Yeah, anyway, um, the next one, thank me later. Uh, I've As much as I've listened to this album, it's not that good. <laughs> uh, I think this is like, uh this is drake when he's like trying to make it um he he's not like it's kind of weird like he had the so far gone which is like his own aesthetic but then think me later comes out and he's like hey i'm like a pop rapper like look at me <laughs> um but there's still some like i really like the resistance um shut it down is really good uh find your love is cool too second half of fancy is good like there's still good stuff here it's just like it doesn't feel like a drake album like i feel like anyone could have made this album um so yeah i i would have that rank like second from the bottom um above that 
is a good old scorpion. <laughs> um, so this shit is 25 songs. What the fuck? Um, it really doesn't need to be 25 songs. It's just like two two and a half hours. Like this is this is in 2018 when there was like two. I I I I, uh, I talked about this too when I was doing uh, my my 2018 album ranking thing. Um, there's like two streams of thought um, or two thought processes in 2018 when it came to like making an album. Um, the first one is to do what Drake did and what Migos did and what QC did. Um, I guess QC and Migos are like the same, but or you know what I mean? Um, where it's just like, hey, people are listening to streams now. So let's just make a long ass album and just hope that like some of these will work. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's what this Drake album is. It's of this train of thought. Whereas the other train of thought was like what Earl did or what uh, Good Music did, where it's just like, let's make this tight. Or Vince Staples did it too. Um, who else did it? Uh, trying to think really fast. I can't think of anything else. So let's let's move on. <laughs> um, but yeah, like a lot of people did that. Um, like since people are streaming let's make it really tight really compact so then people can just like enjoy it just because people's attention spans are shorter doesn't mean that the music has to get any worse you know what i mean um just means that artists have to be more efficient um with what they're doing uh so yeah so this drake album really shouldn't be 25 songs i've cut it down to 18 but i left a lot of like bad songs on there um so I think like if it had to be down to its like most essential songs, so it has to be nonstop, right? Have to have God's plan on it. You have to have eight out of ten on it. Sandra's Rose is cool. I would keep Sandra's Rose on it. Um, me personally, I've added Dubby Freestyle to this. Um, to the, so the way that I have the Drake album formatted is I kept it as uh rapping and singing, um, and so. The rap songs that I have on it, um, I don't want to list all of it. That would take too long. But I added W Freestyle as the last song to the rap side of this album. Because um, personally, I think that that song is really good. I think that it's like a really good response. Um, it's it's like something that I want to listen to. Like who's actually listening to to fucking story of Adidon? You know what I mean? But like, I would actually like seek out listening to Dubby Freestyle. You know, what I, mean? I like that song. It's the, everyone says this all the time. It's the fucking Takeover versus Ether thing. Like people would rather listen to Takeover, but everyone knows that Ether is better, right? Anyway, <laughs> so onto the singing part. I put Emotionless as the intro to that one. Uh, has a Mariah sample, so some singing on that. Um, so Emotionless definitely needs to get kept. Jaded is cool. But honestly, we don't need it. So from the singing part, we just need emotionless, nice for what, in my feelings, ratchet happy birthday. Those are like, I saw someone tweet earlier that ratchet happy birthday is the worst Drake song ever. And that's a fucking lie. That shit is so good. It's one of those songs that's really bad, but it's actually really good because it's so bad. You know what I mean? So if we kept this, if Drake just made this album nonstop, God's plan. 8 out of 10, emotionless, 
jaded, nice for what, in my feelings, ratchet, happy birthday, that bitch, that's, that's eight songs. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't need to be 25. And it would have been great if it was just those eight. So anyway, um, on to the next one. Uh, I have more life after that. So I guess if we're doing this with numbers, let me let me number these out. Um, so we have, let's see, what do we have? Shit, my region, my fucking, okay, there we go. Okay, so first off, um, so we had, how many things am I ranking? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So a ninth place was, what a time. Um, after that, eighth was Snake Me Later. Um, number seven was Scorpion, right? So then this is number six. Number six, I have More Life. Um, I think More Life is really underappreciated. Um, people think that it's just like filled with clutter. There's a lot of, like a lot of really good songs on that. Um, and they all flow really well from one to the other. Um, I think like some are kind of redundant, like unnecessary. Um, you don't really need like Madiba Rhythm and Blem. They're kind of the same thing. Um, I don't like, uh, the Black Coffee song, um, was like Get It Together, um, but like Free Smoke, Passion Fruit, Georgia Interlude, um, the Sampha song, the Skepta song, Galchester, Portland, Sacrifices, Teenage Dreams, KMT, Ice Melts, Do Not Disturb, like that's a lot of really good songs, um, and like, you know, they don't really have like a cohesive meaning altogether but i mean they do their job they're just they're just good drake songs it's just a collection of good drake songs you know what i mean it's a playlist it's really just like you could shuffle it and like it would be okay you know what i mean um so yeah i have that next um after that uh we have hmm Okay, so the albums that are left, this is we're in, we're in top five territory now. So five are options. So what do we have left? We have so far gone. Nothing was the same. Views, take care, and if you're reading this, so I shit. <laughs> this is a um okay. So hmm, I really need to think. This is really tough. I need to look at these track lists. Um, okay. Okay, yeah. So next, num at number five, I have So Far Gone. Um, and I know that this is, like, a lot of people's favorite Drake thing. Um, and, you know, it was, like, you could write, like, a whole thesis about the importance of this mixtape um, for what it meant for mixtapes for what it meant for rap music, for what it meant for pop music, for what it meant for rap pop music. <laughs> um, it's just huge, huge breakthrough. You know what I mean? This is the the whole like, you know, the whole like Bryson Tiller genre of music. Like that doesn't exist without So Far Gone. Um, extremely influential. The question is, does it hold up? Um, honestly, 
I don't know. In comparison to those other four that I was talking about, I don't think that it stacks up as much. Just because raps changed so much in the time since it came out. And this is, and so far gone is like very pivotal or important for that, for those changes. But like, I don't know if it stacks up to those other ones. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it feels low for so far gone to be a number four, but you know what I mean? It is what it is. Um, so next up, let's see. Shit, this is tough. Okay, so at four, I'm gonna put nothing was the same. Um, I think earlier I, I alluded to one of his albums being actually cohesive from front to back. Um, that's this one. This album from one to 15 or one to 13, depending on if you have the deluxe version or not, <laughs> um, uh, is just really good. Like, there's no filler on it at all. There's not like any of that stupid drake shit you know what i mean where just puts a bad song in the middle for no reason um and so you know for that reason and it's also it's also his most rapping ist it's his most rappingest album um this is the one where he's like all right you know what i got bars he sings on one song two songs three if you can't come through but everything else he's rapping and started from the bottom is on this album which is fucking it's the best tuscan leather one of his best intros pound cake paris morton one of his best outros you know what i mean like and those are two drake specialties like his intros and outros are always normally really good like uh do not disturb on more life um uh the ride on take care um <laughs> I know I just said he has good outros, but you know what I mean. <laughs> then I can't name any. Um but anyway, uh for his intros, I think if you were to stack up all the intros, it would be between so we have Tuscan Leather, right? We have Legend, we have Lust for Life, um Keep the Family Close, eh, uh Over My Dead Body uh free smoke like i think tuscan leather is his best intro for sure and i think this album also has his best outro um i just said that and then i spent 50 seconds getting back there but <laughs> um yeah i think this album is really good um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so number four uh is nothing was the same um, number three, uh, we're gonna go with if you're reading this, uh, this it's too late. I'm, I'm also writing this down. Um, so I'm going with if you're reading this, uh, number three, this thing is just packed with hits and, um, extremely fast paced. Um, like every song pretty much has, it's like two songs, <laughs> um, and so it's just like, it's just always moving. And like Drake's best quality is that he can make so many different types of music. And by having every song be like two different songs, then he can do so much, you know what I mean? With the small amount of time he has. Um, 
so yeah this is great uh energy is on this actually hmm you know what looking at this track list i think i'm gonna move this one to five or, or to four and i'm gonna move nothing was the same to three um the reason for that is i think nothing was the same just front to back is better um there's like a you know what i mean that if you're reading this it's if you're reading this is really good the middle section it kind of struggles though like no telling is good but it's okay you know what i mean madonna is really good six god is really good star 67 is really good too um but then there's like wednesday night which i don't think is i think it's just okay used to it's just okay um whereas with nothing was the same like yeah so i think the highs on if you're reading this are really high um and there's a lot of songs that are passable i think nothing was the same just had everything is passable plus every song is good um but if you're reading this has jungle on it which is like a top three we did our top 10 drake songs on the arturo podcast um and jungle like i think if not number one it was my number two um let's see yeah it was my number two <laughs> um so yeah uh that shit's great jungle is fantastic um six man is fucking fantastic oh my goodness um yeah great song 10 out of 10 um so yeah that's all i have to say about it if you're reading this so we switched the order up um just to recap before we get into the controversial top two um we have what a time to be alive at number nine thank me later at number eight scorpion number seven more life number six so far gone number five if you're reading this at number four nothing was the same at number three at number two <laughs> this is the part where everybody that's listening to this leaves i have take care the reason why everyone's leaving is because by process of elimination you can figure out what my number one is but first let's get into take care um this is wow uh this is this album came out i remember the day it came out um i remember where i was uh i was in seventh grade i remember like came out the same day as camp and i didn't know which one to listen to first you can ask noah he remembers this too um and it, this thing just they're singing on it like some of the best drake r&b songs are on this some of the best drake rapping songs are on this but most importantly some of the best drake songs where he's like rapping stories are on this um what i mean by that like there's like what you've done there's the ride there's over my dead body stuff like that um stuff that's just like extremely fun to rap along to um yeah so and i think i think those songs is when drake is at his best um and so yeah this shit's really good um cameras incredibly underrated lord knows is cool we still need that yolo mixtape that was supposed to come out in like 2012 um uh, like i said like what you've done is really good the ride is probably drake's best outro um 
uh underground kings is great headlines is great <laughs> um crew love into take care into marvin's room is like like huh <laughs> um i think like some of the songs like doing it wrong and the real her and good ones go you don't need three of those songs you probably could have gotten rid of doing it wrong um and still maintain like the same effect um heifer <laughs> or hell yeah fucking right that song's cool uh practice eh, kind of unneeded i'd rather just listen to back that ass up um but still fun to sing uh for sure um so yeah take care a lot of people say that drake only has one classic and this is the one that they talk about um and that's because this album has everything that you would want from a drake album you know what i mean you have the rap you have the hits you got the singing you got the rap singing you know what i mean it has everything um, uh so yeah that leads me to my first to my to my number one <laughs> um the controversial number one pick um my personal favorite drake album. and this is i should have said this at the beginning but this is favorites right this is not what do you think is the best um this is purely like what do i enjoy listening to the most and my favorite album my favorite drake album to listen to is views um <laughs> so i saw a tweet well okay let's talk about views as an album first this is one of the only it's a really shitty concept but at least it has a concept you know what i mean um there's the winter right um the first i don't how many songs are actually on this i don't know that it's down to 15 but how many songs is there actually on views let's check i think there's 20 um but i took five out and that's including hotline bling um, which also is a great business play on Drake's part. Um, he kind of broke streaming with that, not gonna lie. Uh, Alright, so, anyway. Um, I saw this tweet, and it could be false. Um, but there was... Someone tweeted that views... So, okay, to go back, back, back. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Did I even talk about the concept first? Yeah, so you have the winter part on the first, I think, 10. Is it? If there's 20 songs, I think the 10th song is still here, right? So the first nine songs is um, winter time, right? If you ever listen to these songs in the winter when it's cold as fuck, you kind of know what I mean. Like, if you listen to Western Row Flows or Feel No Ways, like, it just feels like it's snowing outside, right? Um, and then it reaches the middle point at still here. Um, where um, things kind of change, right? And and before that, uh, on Faithful, right? When Faithful ends, it kind of builds up. And then Still Here comes, and then the whole, the rest of the album kind of switches until the, until the end. Um, so you have Winter, the first half. You have Summer, the second half, right? That's where you get control of One Dance Child's Play, Too Good. Um, pop style Grammys is on that and then you have summers over and then you have fire and desire views and then hotline bling right so there's actually a structure to this album I think it's like probably the only Drake album with the actual structure to it um whereas everything else is just kind of like songs 
or it's like cool intro singing hit you know what i mean like that's normally how he leads a one two three for his albums but this one actually has the summer and winter you know what i mean it's an interesting concept it's a way cuter way of putting two different types of songs than just having a disc one and a disc two like he did on scorpion like i feel like scorpion is just kind of like a shitty version of him trying to do the views uh layout but anyway um yeah i mean there's a there's a there's a four song stretch here uh well i guess okay this album came out in 2016 it came out like the week before i graduated high school um so it led before that we got one dance came out like with like a little bit before finals week maybe it came out like close to graduation already right and then the whole album came out like two weeks before graduation so that means that that whole back half that i was talking about that summer half bled right into the summer into our summer the the mythical 2016 <laughs> um and so like control of one dance like child's play too good are you fucking serious um and and you might be like yo why are you skipping grammys and pop style the reason for that is because i saw a tweet where someone said that views was supposed to be the drake r&b album because before that um there was supposed to be before scorpion where it, drake called it the r&b side right there was actually supposed to be an album where drake only sings um which has been like so my favorite versions of drake there's the one where he's rapping for the whole song like the ride or tuscan leather or look what you've done or um uh do not disturb stuff like that right um my second favorite drake has always been the singing one like that's always been one of my favorite versions of drake um and so like the r&b album was gonna be like fucking amazing obviously right because it's like one of my favorite versions of drake for a whole album um the lead single for that was i get lonely too nothing ever came from that but that song's really good if you've never heard i get lonely too before it's great <laughs> um and so i saw a tweet where it said views was supposed to be the the r&b album um but then the meek mill thing happened and drake was like all right i have to rap now so that's where you get hype um that's where you get grammys that's where you get pop style and what i found interesting was when i took those songs out when i took out um hype and um uh and pop style and grammys the album still flows really well like it if you listen to the end of feel no ways into the beginning of of western road flows it sounds like those songs were supposed to get played back to back um it sounds like hype was just like thrown into there um i keep still here on it because that's like right that's <laughs> i mean i fucking hate to compare it to this but you know how on blonde when the night beat drop happens the whole album switches right like this is that same it's that same trigger right um and so that's why i kept still here but um yeah it's just like i i listened to it extremely heavily during the two seasons where it was made for i listened to the winter part during the winter time a lot 
like feel no ways into western road flows is probably one of like the best back-to-back drake stretches like ever um and then on the back half at least the way that i cut the album up you get controller into one dance into child's play i know i've said this like six times but into too good like those four songs can run your entire summer like they already ran a summer before but like they can do you know what i mean like it's just great (laughs) um and then left on the album is my favorite drake song of all time track 14 for me um i guess it's 18 um on the full version um fire and desire uh is my favorite drake song ever it it to me it's like this is time like it's timeless like you could listen to that whenever uh it could be like 2050 just throw on fire and desire and it'll you still get that same like you, like they put the vinyl scratches on there or the the pops to add texture on the front the way that the chords just like weave in so gently and then you get the sample and then drake comes in and he sings and it's just like it's perfect it's my favorite drake song um for sure um so yeah that's why i have views um at the first as my favorite drake album um and overall, I mean, people always say that Drake doesn't have any classics. At least for me, he has one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe if you take more life off, I'll give you that. But his top five, I, at least for me, uh, I'm obviously I'm biased, <laughs> um, but he's always had um I, he, for me he has at least five classics if not six um also heartbreak drake 2 is a mixtape probably on dat piff this is this actually is the r&b drake album i know i just said that it doesn't exist but this was kind of the closest thing that we ever got to it and that shit is so good it has slow it down on it oh that song's great anyway <laughs> um also if you throw in the lucy's all of drake's lucy's just like as one album like how i have it then he has seven classics to me um because his lucy's are fucking unmatched um like who puts out a fucking beyonce feature as a lucy like i know that that's i know that beyonce's barely on that but like still you know what i mean who does that sweeter man remix are you serious zero to 100 wasn't even on a fucking album 5 a.m. in Toronto, 4 p.m. in Calabasas, like, <laughs> disgusting. Um, so yeah, Drake's up there. He's on my Mount Rushmore of a favorite artist for sure. It's like Frank, Kanye, Drake, Tyler. Yeah, that's that's actually my Mount Rushmore. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, for sure, Drake is extremely underappreciated. Um, no, he's not underappreciated, but he's kind of underrated. People don't like to put Drake, like, in the Pantheon, but he's absolutely there. Like, he's, like, top rapper shit, you know what I mean? Um, Anyway, I've been talking about the same person for too long. Um, 
earlier before I recorded this, I asked my friends to answer, uh, to ask me questions. I mean, I just asked like three of my friends to ask me questions. <laughs> uh, uh, so these are their questions. Uh, my friend Noah said, um, what's your most valuable thing? Um, honestly, I don't fucking, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I would say value is like, damn this is a hard ass transition from drake to like what is valuable um value is like something that i can't live without right um so my most valuable possession the thing that i can't live without is probably my phone i mean i know that's like a cop-out answer um but it's definitely like of the things that i possess because like you know what i mean like i have i got a dog but i don't I don't feel like I own my dog. That's just like the homie, or that's like my roommate. <laughs> um. Uh. So for most valuable thing, I I mean it has to be your phone, right? It's the only thing that everyone checks for when they leave the house. No, like we're at a point. We live in a society <laughs> where like we can't we can't live or we can't leave the house without the phone. We're all gonna die. Um. So his next question is, what motivates you to get up every day? <laughs> uh, not a lot. Like, if I have work, I'm going to get up for work. Other than that, I'm not really getting up for, like, motivated to do things. Like, it kind of sucks, but I'm at, like, a point where um, I like at least academically like i know that it's like the wrong frame of mind to be in but i in the back of my head i know that okay this is a longer answer but i've been at csm for four years now and so i've taken every fucking class already i'm so far over the like the credit limit that we're allowed to have that like i don't even know what to do with all my classes and so the classes that I'm taking this semester, um, architecture, anthropology, 180, uh, magic, science, and religion, and my philosophy class are all just classes that I wanted to take. Um, so at least academically, I'm not really getting up for school anymore. Um, and so I would say that the things that motivate me, you know, I've been I've been thinking about this a lot. What motivate or not motivation, but just. Um, so when I, right now, right, I'm trying to improve, when I do walk, I, I try to improve my gait. Gait is the stance that you have and the patterns of your legs when you walk. This is something that I've been trying to improve on for a long time. Just I feel like it's, we walk so much that it would be good to walk efficiently, right? Um, and so what I've realized is I have so many opportunities to improve on my gait. It's not just it's every single step that I take, I can improve on how I'm walking. And I want to take that idea into everything else. Um, so when I, I, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get to a point where I look at everything as an opportunity for improvement. Um, and I've been thinking about this a lot too, because I've been playing Smash, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> um, I play it competitively, meaning that the ultimate goal is to win um but i've realized that the that when 
when I play someone, it's not so that I can win. It's so that I can use, I take everything in as data so that I can use that to improve for the next time. Um, so every time that I lose, um, I rewatch uh, the game so then I can like see like, oh, this is where I messed up on um, and stuff like that. Um, and so I've been looking at everything as an opportunity to improve on everything else. Um, so that's kind of what I do to motivate myself. I know that that doesn't actually answer the question of what motivates you to get up every day. Um, but it does answer the question of how do I motivate myself? And it's just understanding that everything is an opportunity for growth. Um, I think that's what motivates me the most. Um, his last question is, if you were to write a movie, what would it be about? I don't really know. I've never, I'm not like super big into movies like that to where I like think about this type of shit. Even like with, even like as much music as I listen to, I've never thought about like, oh, what would an album from me sound like? I don't really know. Um, I guess if I had to write a movie, what would it be about? I mean, this is just completely off the cuff. Um, hmm. probably, I don't know if I have an answer, um, cause, yeah, I don't know, I'm, like, racking my brain trying to think of, like, what to say, I don't think that I really have an answer, you know what I've always wanted to, like, I know that, like, boyhood did it, but like, what if we just like followed a person? That would be kind of sick. You know what I mean? Just like, like every aspect, like, <laughs> um, so there's this guy, Alfred Stieglitz, right? Um, he was a um, photographer mainly, um, but also one of like the most influential people for um, American art, um, American modern art. Um, he really, he gave people like a place um, to, and, and he had like five or six people, forgot what it was called, but he had like his star pupils that he like really helped mentor and um, help them like reach their full potential. One of those people was named George O'Keefe. Um, if you ever look up George O'Keefe paintings, they're fucking beautiful. Um, just, just fucking amazing <laughs> um but uh alfred stieglitz eventually i think they like they think they got married um but he like he had this idea of this thing called a portrait of and he did it with george o'keefe and a portrait to alfred stieglitz is not one picture it's a collection of pictures that create a complete understanding of a person's figure um so it's kind of like a is what's that taxonomy is that is that what that is what's a taxonomy taxonomy um i guess <laughs> not really but kind of it's kind of a taxonomy um just like classic just putting everything together um creating a complete image of this person every small muscle movement that they make every little <laughs> breath that they take <laughs> um 
all of that is documented. Um, and so I think like to do that with a person would be really interesting. I've always, I've also wanted to see a movie where there's just like no conflict. Like what happens if it's just like a fun ass movie? Like they don't even like try to like accomplish something. Like they're just like hanging out. Like why haven't they made one of those? I'm sure that, that someone has, but like what if there's just like a movie with like no conflict? It's just like a fun ass movie. I guess like everything has conflict. I guess I, like there, I don't know, but like, you know what I mean? Just like a happy ass, no one ever gets sad type of movie. Um, so yeah, something like that. Um, something where it's just following a dude around. <laughs> Um, and there's just like no conflict so he's just like hanging out you know what I mean um, yeah so who would I have star in this movie that's the problem is I don't watch a lot of movies so I don't really know like cool actors that could do that um, so I don't really know <laughs> um, but it would definitely be like a teenager like either like 17 18 like like 17 to, to 21 is too old like not old but like too old for like what i'm trying to do so maybe like yeah like 17 18 19 um just like going about his day uh he's just like trying to figure out what to do during the day i guess that would be the conflict just like what should i do like he's bored <laughs> what should he do and he just like goes around hangs out just vibes you know what i mean kind of like yeah something like that <laughs> no like not not like like no death you know what i mean we're all just just trying to figure out what to do with during the day that would be what my movie would be about <laughs> uh yeah so uh, I had no other questions from anybody, so I guess unless I can think of what else to talk about, should I answer my own questions, my podcast questions? I guess I could. Um, nah, no need. We'll do it eventually. So, yeah. Uh, I guess signing off for now. Of I don't know what I'm gonna call this. Maybe quarantine talks episode one. <laughs> Because I'm probably going to do this again because I'm bored. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Sign off for now. Um, my name is Justin. I just also realized that I've been playing with this toy for like 20 seconds. And this the audio on it is probably annoying as fuck. I'm sorry. So next time I'm going to just hold my hands up like I'm Ricky Bobby. Um so I guess I'm signing off for now. Um, goodbye, everybody. Thank you. If you've made it this far, honestly, shout out to you. Because um, really, I just made this so that I could talk for two hours or one, however long. Instead of like just being fucking bored the whole time. So yeah, that's it. Uh, I hope everybody uh, stay safe. Um, it's crazy out there. Try not to go outside if you don't have to um but if you do have to um take the necessary precautions to uh remain as healthy as possible um love you all godspeed um take care goodbye